What is up, guys? And I know this episode is going to sound a little bit familiar because I talked about this before, but, like, I actually found a fucking article, dude. I was scrolling through, had this one recommended to me. It's from grasscity.com, and apparently it's the world's best online head shop. So, uh, go check them out. Not sponsored, just I'm reading their article, so, hey, have fun with it. And this one's actually just going to be called Six Habits of the High-Functioning Stoner. Now, I believe I discussed this before when I was talking about, like, okay, make sure, like, if you're going to smoke, you smoke at the right times. If you're going to, like... You know, if you're going to take a dab or take edibles, reserve the time specifically for doing such a thing. Don't just be like, okay, cool, well, I'm going to drive to fucking Disneyland, so I'm going to take a dab before I go for a drive. Don't. If you get in an accident, it could be really bad. Stay safe. Like, while you're driving, at most, like, hit a cart, smoke a joint, maybe have, like, a blunt going around or something like that, but nothing that's going to, like, fuck you up to the point that you probably shouldn't be driving. Not that, uh, disclaimer, not that I'm saying you should be smoking and driving, but if you're gonna do it fucking anyways, hey, at least be safe about it. So, the intro here, or hold on, author's name first, Lindsay Van, I can't pronounce your last name, I'm sorry, W-A-N-R-O-O-I-J, I guess that's it. It says, as a cannabis enthusiast, you may have been told that you need to quit smoking weed in order to get anywhere in life. Yeah, no, not happening. We're here. So how does one go about being a highly functional stoner? A lot of it is being responsible and using common sense, you know, being an adult. Something I'm not good at, which might I add, was not very good at being an adult like a few weeks, not even a few weeks, a few days ago. I went out with some friends, saw something cool, liked it, bought it, probably didn't need it, but wanted it. And it was food. It was food. And I always am a sucker for food. Like, you can... I can talk myself out of buying, like, a new mic. I can talk myself out of buying, like, speakers or, like, a TV or a new car or any shit like that. I can talk myself out of all that shit. The one thing that I cannot talk my way around is fucking food. And on that thought, I'm going to turn up the music for a minute. Hit the stizzy a couple of times because I'm going to keep it simple tonight. You know what? Actually, I might go grab the bong. I think I'm going to do that. And then we'll get right into this article. Thank you guys so much. Be right back. Smoke in the eye. Smoke in the eye. Oh, no. Okay, count this episode as a smoke session, I guess, because I'm really just going to town on this fucking bowl I just packed. Didn't even really pack a big bowl, just like a half a bowl, but, you know. And that's enough of that. Let's get into this fucking article. So in case you guys weren't paying attention in the intro, alright, this article is about being, like, the, the, the healthy habits of being a functioning stoner, and you know what, if I've read this before, I'm sorry, but, um, here's another round on it. So, number one in the article says, learn how not to overdo it. That actually makes perfect sense, because I do know a lot of people that smoke, that every time they start smoking, I am one of these people, late at night, like, around, like, this time of night when I'm recording... I become one of these people where it's like, if I start smoking and I have one bowl, and then I'll look an hour later after watching YouTube videos when I should be sleeping, I'll pack another bowl, whether it's in the bong, a pipe, or like even in like the little like one-hitter pipe that I have. 
I'll be like, oh, it's just gonna be a quick one. But then I'll take the one hitter and I'll go sit outside on the patio. And I'll put something on on my phone. And this is always where I make the fucking mistakes. I don't want to sit outside like in the dark at night by myself and not have any sound. So I'll pack some in the one hitter, right? I'll sit there. I'll turn on like a 20, 30 minute YouTube video. And I will continue to smoke weed until the video is over. Because with those one-hitters, they just keep burning. Once you spark it, it's like... It's not like a bong where, you know, you can kind of like... Well, I have the clipper lighters with the round bottom, so you can kind of like tap it. Or you can like kind of like poke it with your fingers or put your thumb over it to get it to kind of burn out real quick. It's like a sing It's like a straight... Like a straight pipe. Like You guys know what a kilom is, right? It's like those, but it's like the really thin glass ones. And the only reason I bought it was because, one, it was only, like, five bucks, and two, it had Rick and Morty on it, and I had to have it. But, anyways, like, I will go out there, sit down, and keep smoking until the video's over, and then I'll sit there and go, well, fuck. Might as well smoke a bowl before bed, and I'll pack another one. And it's just, it becomes this endless cycle of stoned, sober, asleep, stoned, sober, asleep. Like, it just, it never stops. So anyways, like I said, before taking dabs before going to Disneyland, probably not your best idea. I mean, maybe your best idea ever. But this one even says learn how not to overdo it. You know, just relax on the weed. Take it easy on the weed. Yeah, it's cool to be stoned, you know, whatever. You know, get high before going to dinner with relatives or some shit like that. But, like, when you're doing it to the point of, like, 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 in my life, like, right now, I'm recording a podcast. Hi, how are you? It's me, Nick. I'm back. But I also got other shit done. Like, I have a full-time job. I have, you know, a child that I take care of. You know, I have I have a whole bunch of shit going on. That's hence why I'm recording and smoking weed at, you know, midnight. But, like, I, ha- I have a whole bunch of other things going on in my life. Like, my life does not revolve around me waking up and going, time to get picked. Like, you know, occasionally on the days off, there's a morning where I'll, like, you know... If, 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 you know, it's just me at the house and everyone else is out and about or doing their thing and, you know, people are still sleeping in a little bit later, I'll sneak out, I'll bring my little pipe outside with me and I'll pack a bowl and smoke it and then go back in my, my little cave out here, the little studio room and just kind of do some work. But you know what? Like, it is what it is. And that's just on my days off. Like, I don't smoke before work. Occasionally, I'll take, like, my stizzy with me to work, but that's just in case, like, my anxiety peaks or something. Because, FYI, I have extremely bad, like, social anxiety. Like, I I have, like, at least once or twice a month, I will break down and cry like a bitch outside of Walmart because I get my body... Like, I don't get nervous being around people. I love you guys. But, like, there's something in my brain that, like, when I'm in big, large groups of people, like, people being busy at Walmart and everyone's shopping and there's people yelling, there's people talking, there's kids running around, like... My body basically does this, like, alright, cool, we're gonna shut down completely now, kind of thing. And my body does that at work, too. When it gets super busy, I'll sneak off to the bathroom, or I'll sneak outside, take a quick hit off the stizzy. And then I come back inside, and continue doing my job, and I feel a lot better, and I'm more confident, I talk more to people, like... Basically, I use it to make my anxiety my weapon. Like, because when I'm anxious, I'll work faster and stuff, but when you mix that with the cannabis... And it takes away that, like, fear of people and that, like, fear of groups and crowds and stuff. Like, once I'm not scared to be, I don't want to say scared, but, you know, anxious. Once I'm not anxious to be around them and talk to them, my anxiety feels like, it feels like it pulls me, like, to do better and, like, do things faster and do things quicker. Like, oh, if I don't get all these, this stuff rang up for this person, they're going to be upset with me. Like, and I don't know if that's a thing for other people, too. But anyways, let's get into the next thing. 
smoke the right strains. Along with moderation, you also have to learn how to when to smoke different strains. Okay. When I say that, I mean I don't smoke an indica before you have to go. Don't smoke an indica before you have to go to work or go take a test. If you need a good night's sleep, don't smoke a sativa. This will keep you up all night. When you need to do something that requires creativity, then smoke sativa. All right, cool. And they say sour diesel is a good strain for for smoking before like writing a school paper. I would agree with that, uh, except for me. Believe it or not, it is the complete opposite. Sativa makes me fucking tired as shit. And indica, like what I'm smoking right now, gives me a little bit of energy. Kind of makes me like keep up and do things, but it still gives me that like body high or the head high, depending on what kind of strain you smoke. It's the same thing with Nyquil. Alright, hear me out on this. NyQuil makes me into a fucking crackhead. Like my mom told me, she found this out when I was a young, young child. When she gave me NyQuil for the first time, when I was finally old enough to take it. And she gave me anything with a sleep... It was the first time I'd ever had something with like a sleep aid in it. She looked at me, and apparently she thought I was possessed. Because I turned into a literal like crackhead... And it turned out that there was something in the sleep aid that my body developed into, like, a caffeine-like substance. There, there's something, some chemical that wasn't right in the sleep aid that reacted with something that my body naturally produces. Or my body processes it in a different way. I can't remember which one it was. I was, like, I was like seven, guys. Like, seven or eight. And so, like, my mom, from then on, will only buy me DayQuil because it doesn't have the sleep aid in it. And me, if I'm sick and I have to go to work, I'll take NyQuil. Because then I feel like I'm on crack, and I also feel a lot better once it kicks into my system. It works better for me than an energy drink. Like, I could abuse the shit out of NyQuil sleep aid, and be the most productive human being on Earth. Probably run a marathon or some shit. Like, I kid you not. This is not, this is not me bullshitting you. This is a thousand percent honest, I swear to God. I wonder if there's actually a word for that. Uh, we'll continue reading this, but like, I I'm curious if there's actually a thing for that. I may have made like a big ass error because I literally got stuck here hunting through Google for a solid like five, ten minutes. And I left off at the buy more at once thing, and oh my god, it was bad, dude. I was sitting here looking it up, trying to see if there's an actual word for it. Apparently, it's something to do with the antihistamines that are in NyQuil that help you, that act as like a sleep aid. Because I've tried melatonin before, just out of curiosity, and melatonin, because it can't really hurt you, I think. Melatonin made me tired as hell, like I took that and I slept like a good, just like 12, 13 hours worth of sleep, alright? And like... There's just got there's just got to be something in NyQuil that's different, some antihistamine that reacts differently with me. But anyways, the whole buy more at once thing. Like if you're going to be smoking a lot and you're going to be smoking on the regs and shit like that, like somebody like me would do, typically like we'll go out and we'll buy like an ounce or a half ounce. And then we'll kind of just share it, split it, put it in a couple jars and like put some of that in each of our rooms, me and my housemates. And like it's just always better to buy a bit larger of an amount because if you're gonna be smoking on the regular, like, it it really it really sucks to like going back into it and just being like, oh well, you know, like oh I should go buy another eighth of this today because they only sell it in an eighth. Like, there's plenty of stores, there's plenty of different dispensaries here in California. Odds are you'll eventually be able to find an ounce that you really like. Like the house weed brand that I got. I fucking love that shit. It's tasty. And I can literally sit here with a whole ounce of it. And that ounce, me smoking a little bit of it every single day and also mixing it with like hidden dizzy. And of course there's some days you smoke more than others. But if you got a whole ounce to yourself for a month, you should be pretty good. I, I would think. I would think you would be alright. 
Alright, so next up. Stay active. Alright. Make an effort to go out and do something after smoking, whether this is going for a walk, playing guitar, or doing the dishes that have been piling up in your sink for a week. Alright, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. There is, like, a little stack of, like, three small, like, grocery bags with, like, not, I don't want to say, like, trash, but, like, recycling, like, cans in them right here next to my door, and I need to take these out so bad because I sit here, and when I'm recording, I'll drink soda, and I have a little bag right where, where the hell is it? It's, like, right over here, like, on the side of my desk, basically, and, like, I will just finish my soda, you know, all the way down to the last drop of Dr. Pepper. Don't waste it. And then I will promptly throw the can in the bag. And then when the bag's full, I just set the bag on the ground and grab another bag. And now this is exactly what people have told me not to do because then my brain goes, Oh, it's okay to just leave trash sit here. Alright, cool. Not that it's like trash, trash. It's recyclables. By the way, before you ask, yes, I do rinse out the cans in the sink here in the bathroom. Because leaving sticky cans sitting on your floor is nasty. I don't care if they're empty. They're still sticky on the inside and bugs are a thing accept it but like i don't know man yeah staying active is a very important thing like making sure to do your chores which is what i was getting at like cleaning i clean i clean the room on like a daily daily basis i do a little bit of cleaning and like once or twice a week sometimes i'll do like a deep clean where you get the mop and the bucket out and you you scrub everything you wipe down the doors you wipe off the polish the fucking sink handles i don't know if anybody else does this but to me like Having, like, clean chrome stainless steel or, or stainless steel, like, sink handles is just super satisfying. This is... Welcome to Stoner Thoughts. Uh, everything I'm thinking about right now, I'll think of because I'm pretty much high. And before I tell, like, the last couple of things, man, do I got a story for you guys. So, this story is going to be about a time that, again, I was hanging out with my best friend. Jeff is what I'll call him. Actually, he agreed to be on the podcast at some point. But I'll still censor out as a real name until we get to that, until we get there. So anyways, like, me and my buddy are hanging out. We're like, I'm 16, he's 15. This is, again, from back in the high school days. And we're at his, we're at his mom's house, you know, she's always gone doing work and shit. And, like, this hap- this day she actually happened to be home. She was in her office that she had built as, like, an addition to her garage and shit. And, like, we're kicking it, we're hanging out, we're talking, we're bullshitting. And I look at him and I go, hey, if I go on the other side of the house and light a cigarette, do you think she'll smell it? And he's like, no, no, man, no, probably not. She's in her office. She got her, she had like the window AC unit that was always making noise and she was always listening to music. And so I decided to go out on the other side of the house, light the cigarette and start taking puffs of it as I'm walking down the street. Because I'm like getting ready to like, you know, like hang out. We're going to smoke some weed that day. Like we had some shit on us. And I don't know how she saw it, but I guess she smelled it. And, like, this is after I had put the cigarette out. And she comes over to me and she goes, let me smell your hands. And I'm like, oh, God, excuse me, what? And she smells my hands. She smells cigarette smoke on it. By the way, guys, another reason not to smoke cigarettes. And then, like, I don't know what it was, but she goes, hmm. Hmm. Why do you smell like cigarettes? I'm like, my mom smokes and mind you, I had hidden my cigarettes in the bathroom of, it, of my buddy's bathroom, like, underneath the sink. Like, I put them down there because it was, like, a place that his mom probably wouldn't look if she did this shit where she would sometimes randomly come in his room when we would dip out for a few minutes and start, like, cleaning things up and, like, neatening things. And, like, she never found the weed because it was on top of a cabinet that she couldn't reach the top of without a stepladder. 
And every time she'd go to grab the step ladder, my best, my best, my best, I can't talk. My best friend would kind of wonk over and be like, oh, let me get that for you, mom. Like, I need to put the step ladder down and climb up and grab whatever so that way she didn't see the big ass bag of weed underneath the top blankets. But yeah. Yeah, I almost got caught smoking a cigarette. And then we did smoke later that night. We're sitting there in his room and we thought she had left. Because she told us she was leaving at 7.30 to go on, like, her business thing. Now, mind you, this is where it gets to the point like, where, like I've told you before in a couple other episodes, go listen if you haven't. Where she will leave, and God forbid she forget fucking anything at the house. She left, got all the way to Palm Springs Airport, and then just decides, like, to turn around, come home because she forgot her cell phone on the kitchen counter. So she calls us from the airport, says she's coming home. You know, she expects like, you know, she's like, oh, you boys might be in bed or something. And so we time, we set a timer because we looked up how long, how long it takes to drive. And it was like, you know, 30 minutes, but she never obeyed speed limits. So we were like, oh, she'll probably be here in like, you know, 20. So we're sitting there. All right. And we are like just waiting, waiting for her to show up. And the minute that we see headlights pull into the front front yard. The lights in his room get shut off. You can't see his lights from the front yard, so we didn't really care. But the lights go off, like, we're, we fake being in bed. We're high as fuck. She, we hear her come in, look in the room, and go, oh, they fell asleep. She leaves, grabs her phone, and you hear, like, the sink and the, the kitchen run or whatever. And, like, her set a cup down in the sink. She got a old glass of water or something, I guess. And then you hear her car start up, and you hear her leave. And then she was sent us a text that was like, Thanks for leaving the door unlocked. Uh, glad to see you always were asleep at a decent hour and all that. We immediately get up and get right back to what we were doing, which was playing video games and smoking pot. And it was awesome. And I don't know where I went with that story, but it just, it scared the literal shit out of us. The fact that she was coming back and we were that stoned. I don't know how I got here. I don't know how I got to this place in the podcast, but I'm leaving all of that in because my train of thought right now is completely off the rails again. Just, I'm, I'm pretty stoked at this point. I keep hitting this dizzy. I've edited out a couple of bong hits at this point. Because while I was going on that rant about NyQuil that I clipped out, I literally stopped and said, I'm going to smoke. Hit the bong twice and sat here on fucking TikTok for like 10, 15 minutes. And it sucked. And the next thing on the article, too. Let's get back to the article and finish this shit up. Choose your friends wisely. All right. <clears throat> I guess, yeah, make sure you choose your friends wisely. It says surround yourself with chill people, but make sure they are also motivated and have goals. Because pushing yourself, getting to that next level, whether you're a pot smoker or just a normie or whatever you want to call yourself, it's important to have friends that want to motivate you and get you to that next point in your life, that next little bit of a level, that next, like, all right, cool, this is what we're going to do from now on. This is how we're going to do this. This is how I'm going to record. And that is the way it is. Like, you need to surround yourself with good, happy people. Not happy, necessarily, but, like, good people that will push you, whether they're assholes or not. Like, just do it. You can accomplish any goal you set your mind to, as long as you make sure that you give yourself the opportunity to do so. And the last tip on here is smoke at the right times. And it's like, every time is the right time to smoke, but... Sometimes there's better things just to do sober, like taking a test, going to meet your girlfriend's parents. Fuck. It even says it's okay to smoke before work if you have a job that you can do stoned. Just don't go to that job interview baked out of your mind. Also, don't smoke before going to court. Alright. 
And then it even says on here too, don't use cannabis as a crutch. Use it as a reward. It's really all about using common sense. And you know what? Like, those are big facts. Like, if you're if you're careful in your usage, you moderate yourself, you check yourself, you make sure that you're not going too crazy on it. Like, you can you can pretty much get motivated to do anything, whether it's finding a job, whether it's getting a girlfriend, whether it's like you know getting a house, getting a car. You can eventually motivate yourself to the point where if you're using it as a reward system. That was a loud-ass car that just drove by. I'm going to leave that in. But anyways, like, there's there's just so many better things that you can do with your time than just making excuses. Make progressions, not excuses. Don't be stupid like me and my buddies were as kids. All my stories are here to entertain, and you know what, guys? It's been a long day. I might record another longer episode later on tomorrow. But you know what? I will see all of you. Well, I won't see you, but I'll know you're there in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Have a good night, guys.